Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Black, British and Brutally Honest. We are your hosts, Coco and Molly. The following contains some explicit content, so if you're a small babes, consider this bedtime. And on that note, we hope you enjoy, and on with the show. Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode. Um, Today, we are going to be talking about um, dating, relationships, romance, hanky-panky, all that kind of stuff. Um, Coco is going to explain, or she's going to sort of delve into her experiences with dating and relationships and stuff and um I'm gonna talk about my lack thereof Mm. um because both of us have different um reasons for why we do and don't date and Mm -hmm. Coco has um she's at one point actively sought out men for the purpose of dating just to date not even I didn't say like that but yeah (laughs) low-key but yeah you know I mean like you just like yeah, yeah. You, you said it was like a social experiment you were doing isn't it absolutely uh, yeah you can talk about always talk about or share your experiences with the yeah. heterosexual male species yeah so I don't, know what, I don't honestly if I really think about it I don't know what what brought me there in the first place <laughs> if I'm really if I'm going to be real and true I had no business there what do you mean um, well, do you know what? I don't know if I've actually had this conversation with you, you know, but I feel like it's very interesting. It'll give a premise. You know, um, every, every time you say, oh, I don't know if I told you about this, something, it always goes left. You always no, say, it's, oh. this one's not left. This one's not left. This one's just okay. interesting. Um, but, it's, but how? Oh, because it gives you, it's, it's to do with why I feel like I had no business there. Oh, okay. Okay. So basically, um, yeah, like Marley said, um, I didn't even say hi, everyone. Hi. Um, but yeah, um, like Marley said, um, I have been a data and um, Marley has not been dating um, for reasons which we'll explain in it. Um, but yeah, in my case, the reason why I said I had no business there and I was going to tell you is basically my first experience in terms of date, in terms of dating or any kind of relationship or lack thereof because it's, I was so young um was actually with the same sex the same sex yeah the same sex okay so um so are first, you gay are you bi are you asexual what are you so how I identify I've always said I've identified as bi because I can see I can see someone of the opposite sex and say they're attractive but you're, the you're, same, sorry to interrupt your um if you don't mind me saying your sexuality is kind of relevant to this episode oh okay cool so you want me to actually put a label on it well not really you don't have to but you can describe it but because it does it does it does um explain a lot a lot when you when you when you go to talk about the kind of dates you've had oh okay it will explain a lot I feel like I fit into multiple brackets so um for a long time like from when I was younger like the you know when I don't know if you can relate but like you know your first ever crushes and stuff like that like little um second and um, primary school crushes and things like that yeah. um there were always other girls in my class okay um, so you've from then most people from, do to be honest yeah from then from literally like I remember um there was like I'd be playing what is it I don't know why I feel weird about saying this, but it's actually not that weird. Um, I guess like I'm still trying to get used to the whole idea of actually being gay, even though I'm literally like how many years deep in this. But anyway, <laughs> I'm black, so it comes with yeah. trauma. 
the point is is that yeah from when I was younger um I was I remember like what was it playing mummy and daddy and I'd always play daddy and I remember even like um convincing one of my primary school friends to give me a kiss this Ah. is really weird yeah um and yeah so I remember I remember all of that like I remember like all of those little things um from when I was like younger it was always girls and then when I was um got into when I went became in my teenage years how old was I 15 around 15 I think yeah I started um like becoming a little bit closer with my my friends I had made from um with with a friend of mine I'm gonna go into where I know them from but a friend of mine and um yeah I think by the time we were like 16 we started dating them um really and then yeah I pause pause yeah reload you know reload, um, track, reload it, DJ yeah 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 but this I, is always I, new information but I knew you when you were 16 yeah you weren't dating me so who were you dating <laughs> I feel I can't I feel like I can't actually say because it will give away too much information tell me a later but, date I need to know there was the, um, what I'm gonna say is that there was a party that I was at or that I might have hosted or something happened there was a party that I that had um been arranged um and you were there ah I'm gonna say yes you were there that's this is what I'm saying ZZ's Six, 16 no no no, no 16. not 16 I'm um, no 18 18 when I turned 18 do you remember ZZ's? Were you there at ZZ's? I don't, I don't remember your 18th birthday. I don't remember that podcast. This is our friendship is years in the making. I don't remember. We're old ladies Oh my now. days, this is really... I, I don't even think I can say this because if I say this, it's going to give it away still who it is. You, I, they're not going to listen to this. You, you never I'm know. Incognito. I'm, in, I'm incognito. Um, but yeah, it was my 18th birthday and everybody knew each other, but there was one person there who no one knew and they were like oh how do you know that it's like oh it's a friend from back it's a friend from back in the day are you sure I was there I don't I can't remember if you were at my if you were at that birthday party but if you were at that birthday party then you would know I don't think I was there you know not gonna lie to you okay I know that um because our, because our traveling our, our our third companion our travel companion I'm not gonna say names obviously our third companion um she was there I don't know if she remembers because she was on the other side of the table but the um, only the only time I remember the thing is this girl has come into it's only the one time she came because you know I, I like to keep my business to myself in it but it's the only the one time where she came into contact and my and my um and um she actually met some of my friends some people remember her some people don't but that's no, I don't think I was there but it was because... there was just one friend that was there that lived far away from me made an effort to come all the way down to this no. part of London for my birthday and she was there and that's what I'm saying a lot I don't know if everyone remembers but some people might remember if but she if was I there would, if I was there I would remember the only the only time I remember me and you being in ZZ's we were listening to Vico oh okay no then maybe it was a it was the time I knew we, no because I was in sixth form I was in sixth form so we would have been I don't know I don't know if you were there or not no, I don't think I was there. Rainbow yeah. cake. I had a rainbow cake that my mama made. No, I was. I wasn't there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, well, we've we've come. We've. we've ironically, that I had a rainbow cake. <laughs> ironically, I had. You know, I've had two. I think about it. It's like I had two rainbow cakes in my lifetime, and it wasn't for any any you know 
real big reason or anything to do with being gay it was just because I just liked rainbow cake yeah, there but, was, a, there um, was a, a time during that like 2012 yeah there was exactly that's it why bad, everyone um, but I know but I've done it twice I've had a professional rainbow cake and I had a cake that my mum made so that must mean something okay. I didn't even know that I was foreseeing my own future but anyway <laughs> not even future because it was really and truly present yeah, present the point is um yeah no anyway she was there that was the first time I ever dated Ever, oh, ever, what's ever. happened to her? Do you talk to her still? I think she's. I don't, I don't even think she lives in the country anymore. I think she actually oh. moved country. But I, I tried to get in touch with her again, but I have. It's literally just lost contact. So okay, that's life, isn't it? Okay, it is life. But that, but, but it was, it was, it was a lot because was that, it was, was that your first um, like romantic experience? It was my first everything. Oh, and it was with a girl. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, it was our first day, everything. Okay. Um, and then I remember coming out to, oh, I'll never forget it. I came out to one of my um my best friends. Um well, I don't want to say her name, but um you you know who it is though, but I'll just anyway. Um that friend, yeah, I came out to her. And I remember because I started going to I'm I'm gonna bait out this place's name, the church, Porter's House. Oh god. Started, I'm gonna bait out that name. I started going to Porter's House, Croydon. If you don't know, you know in it. Yeah. Um it's actually mad. It's actually yeah, mad. That's it a whole a episode in itself. That is a whole episode. Um, but yeah, I, it was it's pretty much a cult. If you don't know, you know in it. Um, it was it was Spac Nation before Spac Nation. So anyway, I went to Porter's house now and um this before the demise and um I was I was really like like tuggling like going back and forth with my faith mm. and um because of the fact that there was this thing that was over like like just just clouding over me and mm-hmm. um I don't really know how to articulate it because there's so many things it wasn't in favor for me to be gay in it yeah. and I yeah. kind of boxed myself to be like well you know what I don't find men repulsive like I loved Drake um at one point I loved Chris Brown um I, I said at one point in it but I there was there were times where I could actually remember no there are males that I have found attractive before as to whether or not I actually find them physically attractive I don't know what is it I'm attracted to but I'm attracted to them in it so if I'm attracted I'm attracted mm. so I was like well then I can't be I, I can't be like 100% gay like I must be bi in it so and then I obviously it fits my narrative of me actually being able to at least marry a man because then I'll be able to fill the Christian lifestyle that I thought I was meant to live um mm-hmm. and it was it was just a it was just a bold-faced lie really well I don't even know if it's a lie but it was just um yeah it was just one of those things where I was kind of forcing myself to go back into the closet kind of thing but just like not like just halfway no actually I went completely back into the closet and I was just like no I'm straight still Did I, I don't think I ever called myself straight but it was a lifestyle that I kind of went with and then um it's a good thing I'm talking about this like this month because you know happy pride month to everyone um but yeah I kind of like just didn't really talk about it too tough and then um I ended up having a mental breakdown low-key because of the church and because of my not gonna lie because of my sexuality as well and I actually remember at one point when I was in when I was um at one point I was living up north you know when I lived up north in it yeah. and I was living with my aunt and I had like the episode 
And um, I actually said to my aunt, like, oh my God, I think I'm gay. I actually came out and then because um, such a dramatic situation had happened and I was dealing with that. And then my aunt actually said to me, is that it? Is that why you're acting like that? Like, it's not like, don't, don't let that happen. And then one, another aunt said to me, I knew it, I bloody knew it because hey. I, I, because I'm, I feel like I've become more feminine now, but I used to be hyper not even androgynous like I, I used to dress on the mask side a lot when I was up there yeah, because no one yeah. seen me down here so I used to dress hyper mask um and yeah I I don't think I've ever had this conversation with you you know I don't think I've ever had this conversation with anyone um but yeah I she she actually said to me yeah I knew it because she really thought that I was um she she just thought I was gay in it and yeah, then yeah. um I came out to another friend so I did a lot coming out because I was just getting to know myself and I came out to another friend about it um and then she was just like okay whatever she didn't really care because which was the right response because why should she care it's not that deep (laughs) yeah um um so yeah that's basically the backing track of um my journey regarding my sexuality and then anyone who else has come into my life since then they just all kind of known from the jump yeah so like I said I I kind of identify as bi However, because because I found many tracks sometimes, but however, 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 the way that this translates into my dating life is pretty, pretty interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. So I didn't start dating until like properly again until I was like what 20... 1, 22? I think it was 22, 22. So I didn't start dating. Like I had a crush on a friend of mine, but that never really happened. And nothing actually ever went anywhere. And I don't even know if I was attracted to him because my friend asked me like, oh, do you think about him sexually? And I was like, that's impossible. So maybe I was a fraud. But anyway, um, yeah, this person, um, I started dating. And this is where, I, this is, this is where we really get into the juicy things. We start talking about juicy things now. Um, I basically went on a date with this madman. Yeah, you know the stories. Um, so, um, (laughs) so let me, I have, I actually have a list of people that I wanted to, I can hear the paper. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, because I have a list, I have to keep it brief. So let's talk about, this is the first time I went on a date. Yeah. So I was dating this guy. We met on a night out. Um, you know, I was with two of my friends, two of my boys, we were dancing, kikiing. Um, and then I met this guy, I was dancing, I was whining. I'm, Car- I'm Jamaican it's gonna happen so I was doing that got to know him started talking to him and I was like okay cool by the way just want to say disclaimer whining doesn't mean flirting I'm it, Jamaican whining, my whining, isn't, happen. whining, whining isn't, isn't inherently sexual because I could whine in the room and I'm not thinking about it's not inherently sexual can it it can be but yeah. um I could whine in the room by myself and it's not that deep anyway so I started talking to this guy and he wanted to get to know me. I said, okay. So we went on one date. One date turned into two. Two dates turned into three. And we were talking not a lot, but we were talking enough, innit? And um, nothing was really happening, like, on, like, I don't know, the transition from things going, um, becoming flirty in any kind of relationship or heterosexual relationship that I've kind of, like, or heterosexual dating situation has always been a little bit staggered. Mm. Um, but anyway... Um, I finally go on 
my last date with him and this is the kicker so we went to go and grab some food because it was my birthday and he said he was going to sort he's like yeah let's just grab some food for your birthday I said okay calm so we did exactly that and then we sat down and then we had a little conversation um and at the time there was a lot of like controversial topics that were on the rise R. Kelly was one of them and then um we both agreed that you know R. Kelly is a scumbag um and then I think we because it was such a like you know cancelling celebrities and celebrities doing things wrong and men being men um it transitioned into the conversation about Chris Brown so I was like yeah you know the whole situation with Chris Brown and Rihanna was fucked up and he was like yeah no totally was fucked up like if only Rihanna never did what she did to Chris Brown then um his career would would be bigger than it is now so I I paused because I said huh um what do you mean what Rihanna did to Chris Brown as far as I'm concerned she was the victim he beat her to a pulp Mm -hmm. please report videos sentencing is all to be revealed like it's out there so we know and he's had a history of him being an arsehole since he he obviously went on to defend this guy um and I there were multiple points that were made one of the points um he made was that um she shouldn't have been hitting him or attacking him because she found out some information apparently so I think she went to go and hit him or something and he was driving a fast car so potentially apparently she was putting his life at risk because pulling over the car is not an option apparently but anyway um he was yeah so he said like her hitting him potentially put his life at risk and if he was in the car with his brother then you know he would pull over the car and him and his brother would have to scrap if his brother was acting up like that and I said yeah Yeah. well that's very different to the situation and he said yeah well if I was with the girl and she was moving like that I would definitely take her out of the car and put her in front of a moving truck so I said wow that's very frightening that's wild isn't it that's such an extreme that is such an extreme and then I said oh okay um and we went back and forth and like we never really got to a resolution as to whether or not like like I was trying to explain to him how bad it was he's like yeah well I think the reason why you feel the way that you feel or you're so new or your argument is what it is is because you know how bad what he did was and I was like yeah that's obviously what the issue is and it's like um and he just didn't really understand or get to grabs or really recognize what the situation was for Mm. what it was so then we went to go and watch a movie went to go and watch Creed um and that's where he obviously told me he was a boxer because it was a boxing movie and I was just like okay um and then um the following and then called it a night went home went to my yard and then the following night I was out with my friends um but before I was even out with my friends I messaged him in the morning and I said to him you were joking about that situation with Rihanna right and he was just like, yeah, I'm not trying to catch a case or something like that. Like, that's not me. I'm not trying to catch a case, even though that's the wrong reason as to why you should feel that way. But I said, and the, okay. thing is, the, the thing is, uh, that's not a situation to be joking about in the first place. No, no. It's domestic abuse is not a joke. What the hell? Yeah. It's not a joke. It's not something to take lightly. Um, yeah. And then the night before, you're telling me a boxer and then you're telling and then you're laughing about domestic abuse. As if man has a, a, an affinity for violence. Right. Which I'll get on to. Mm-hmm. So, um, I shouldn't even laugh because it's actually not a joke. Um, the only thing you can rare. do is laugh. Yeah, because Sometimes. it's mad. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I messaged him and I said to him, "You were joking about that, right?" He said, "Yeah, I'm not trying to catch a case, and obviously, wrong reason for you not to be for you to be worried about such a thing." I'm out with my friends again, same friends, ironically, and I tell them the story. They said, "Yeah, this nigga's mad." Um, I don't understand it why he would move like that, but I said, "I don't know people different." Um. I 
I think I was in his area. So I said to him, oh, by the way, you know, I'm actually in your area kind of thing. Because I still was talking to him because it only had happened the night before and I hadn't really gathered my thoughts 110%. Mm. Um, and he, and I was waved. Um, and he was like, oh, is it swear? And he's like, yeah. He And then he said he's watching a documentary on boxing or something like that, a show to do with boxing. He's like, yeah, maybe... Um, He's like, yeah, maybe, you know, in the cars or something. Like, he messaged me while I'm watching something to do with box. And I was like, okay. Um, and then I was like, yeah. Um, he's like, so you having a good time? He's like, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I've been drinking with my friends. It's lit. Um, and he then messaged me and he said to me, um, this man was so wild. And what he said, um, it didn't even make any sense. So what he said was, with alcohol in your system, does domestic abuse sound more appealing? Yeah. That doesn't make, that first doesn't make sense. It doesn't even make sense. (laughs) It doesn't doesn't even make sense. But not only does it not make sense, but why would I, Is why are you trying to sell the idea of domestic abuse to me? Because you didn't say, he didn't say, oh, does anything rough, like, you know, do anything for you? He said domestic Domestic abuse. abuse specifically. Do you know how cold and dark and nasty and wicked and evil and controlling and, min- and weird? It's just outrightly weird for you to say that. And then he said, ha ha, at the end, as if to make it a joke and taking light of domestic abuse, which I obviously said, not even obviously, because some people might not have noticed, but I did actually just um, say to him, like, that's not really something to make a joke out of. Why would you ask me if domestic abuse is appealing to me? In what world would it be appealing for me to be abused? Domestically. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, but these are his bars verbatim. So it, 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 it just goes to show that a lot of, or some men, violence is actually like a no, sexual... It's a lot of men. It's a lot of men. Don't sugarcoat Viol- it. Violence is a sexual like um, stimulant, like it gets them... Like it's, it, it's, oh, it's really scary and it's really weird. It's that, really weird. Yeah. Um. Is it, is it, I guess it's the um, feeling of them being, you know, dominant, and dominant in control. And, yeah. and in control. And you know what, being, be, like being, um, I, don't, I don't even know, you know, I can't justify it in any aspect. There's no, there's no, there's no word for it. There's, there's no, no word. word. There's no, there's no word. There's no world either as to whether or not that makes any bloody sense with with alcohol in your system does domestic abuse sound more appealing why would domestic abuse ever be appealing why i don't understand and why, and why why does he think that why does he think that alcohol would make you more unreceptive to violence like more you know what i mean it's all it's all of this weird and it's hope, very, 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 very I, strange. I hope he's having a bad day. That's all I can say. I hope he's having a bad life because people like that <laughs> don't deserve love. I'm not yeah. even sorry. I was going to say the I'm safe, sorry, for the safety of, of. I found the exact message. He never said domestic. He said physical, but the point is the same. He said, "Oh, physical alcohol in your system did physical abuse suddenly become attractive?" Ha ha. Abuse, abuse is there. Abuse, not even physical violence. Abuse. And you know, I never. And the worst part is a message before then didn't insinuate that at all i was just saying yeah it was a good night kind of thing he's like oh yeah with alcohol and system did physical abuse suddenly become a pe- suddenly become attractive ha ha i don't i don't, I don't understand where he what that's scary isn't it i didn't even Very know the scary. but anyway the point is that was the last time um i heard from him because i didn't even give him the time to explain himself i blocked and deleted him and that was it um 
like I said, um, I hope his hairline is more pushed back than <laughs> his hairline was. He was the most part is that he was ugly. Ladies, he wasn't even don't that nice. Ugly, nice. Don't give ugly niggas a chance because he was ugly. He was bummy. He looked like a bum from the jump, and he looked like a bum afterwards. Um. Oh. God. And then he's telling me about physical abuse and he was telling me your boxes so you could really fuck me up if you wanted to. Do you know how wild that is? Yeah. Anyway, we I I'm gonna go on to the next person that I actually went, not on the next person I went on a date with, but the next memorable, um, terrible date that I went yeah. on. Um I've been on a I've actually dated, you know, I've really tried. Um did, that was the first date that I went on that, yeah, that was the first date that I went on. Um, ever actually or the first person mm. I ever went on a date on with or anything like that um, and like I said I met him on a night out but then when I turned 23 so a couple of years later that's when I actually made the conscious effort to go out there and date so mm. I actually signed up to the infamous hinge and you know, everyone has hinge um, and um, well I never te- technically no I had the account in it but my my workmates basically created the account for me because I was too shy to do it and I didn't really feel comfortable with online dating don't know who I thought it was I'm not above it but at the same time I just didn't really feel like it fit because yeah, some I just people didn't don't, care some to people don't, um, some people just don't are not really like into online I personally wouldn't ever do it it's a bit scary yeah it mm. is scary because you don't know who the hell you're talking to um and yeah like I said I just didn't really um plan to do it essentially it was but it was done um like my workmates one of my manage like my manager and literally my co- colleague they actually created the hinge account for me because I kept saying I'm not going to do it but they're like hello like why are you not doing it like everyone does it now um so I was like okay mm-hmm. fine so they created the account for me one of my mates my mates um and then I went home and tweaked it because obviously like it wasn't done to my taste it was just done on a woman on a lunch break um and then yeah the date started well the people started rolling in because obviously it's fresh meat in it I'm fresh meat yeah so um I went on to this um and then I started talking to um like I did actually start talking to someone who actually did get to know and that actually became my ex but that's not what we're here to talk about um but I did talk to who else oh yeah I went on oh, this this guy so after the date I went on with my ex I went on another date with another guy literally the next day um because it was a weekend and and because I wanted to the hell um but yeah so I went on this day and um he was not what the pictures you know said <laughs> but he yeah. wasn't he wasn't terrible so I was like okay I can put up with this so we went on the date we were talking about like books and stuff and like he had a similar interest to mine and like similar taste in music and stuff like that similar-ish similar-ish mm. um yeah so we went to like this museum which is all cool um and then we were talk, but then um I was explaining this to Marley um we went to go to like we walked past his mural and there was like a wall and on the wall was like obviously like a beautiful painting and he's like oh my goodness I take a picture of me here and I was like this is a bit weird but okay cool so I did exactly that and then we left and then we went to go and grab some food and I did say to Marley that when it comes to um the way that I speak I can I guess I can come across as well spoken um depending on the environment yeah quote-unquote posh right or growing up I was told that I sound like a white girl but you know it is what it is um yeah like I I guess um 
I, I'm well spoken. Um, and maybe sometimes people feel like they have to act a certain type of way to work alongside that because this guy when we were eating food we got some sushi because he's like oh what do you want to eat and I was like do you know what there's a nice sushi place here let's just go here food was panging I'll never forget that warm that crispy warm god damn it man shit I can't you know when you really think about food and you get the flavors and you're oh god damn I need to go back there um but this place the food was the food was really really doing what needed to do anyway we're eating this food yeah let me talk about the day and not the food. Anyway, getting excited about food. Food excites me. It really <laughs> excites me. Anyway, I was on this date with this guy. We were eating the food, and um, I was like, "Oh my god, wow, yeah, like this is good." Like looking at him, nodding my head, like, "Yeah, like you're on the same page, isn't it?" And then he, his voice kind of started changing, like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. This is so great. This is fantastic. And I was like, this is not how you've been yeah. talking all day. But I guess he felt like he was in a bougie environment and it wasn't even that bougie. But I guess he felt like the environment and the way that I, w- I was, he felt like he needed to switch it up because it was when he started talking to me initially, he was yeah. like, oh yeah, you're right. It was a little more casual. And then he started hearing me speak and then he started to almost mimic me in a weird way. That's um, weird so weird I don't get it I don't get it um but yeah and then we went to go and grab some drinks after that we went to die at this place and he paid for the meal so I was like yeah I don't mind like getting the drinks like that's fine and so we grabbed the so I got um we got some drinks um and I went to I think I, I think I told you this when it happened and then I said to him yeah hold on I'm just gonna go to the toilet um before we leave and then I come and then I'll then we'll just head out so then um I came back to the area and then he kind of put his hands up like don't come any closer and I said to him oh why huh? what's going on like I need to grab my bag and just grab my coat and he said oh I just farted um and what, wow. what did he say he said it was he said it was like a oh my god what'd you call it he's like what'd you call it like it was like not a missile but like he said it was like He's like, it's like, I dropped a bomb here, like I dropped an atomic bomb, like it really is something. And I was just he like, the and said someone else did it. And I was like, I was like, um, okay. So he's sitting there farting up the place, and I'm like, this is disgusting. This is actually disgusting. I was like, okay, well, can you just pass me my bag, and then we can just cut. And then, it's um, like, farting itself isn't disgusting. Everyone's got to do it, but in that context as well, right? I was just like, okay, like I don't know you from nowhere it was very interesting and I said okay calm and he's like proper giggling like oh look I just tooted like a little boy me. literally like a little boy I was like oh I look you giggling like an idiot <laughs> giggling giggler anyway so I proceeded to take my jacket and I took my bag and then we left and we made our way to the station and that was the last time I saw him um I think my as to whether or not I would have given him a second chance would have been dependent on as to whether or not I went on the date that I went on beforehand um, with my ex. Because like I said, I was swayed by my ex. I actually liked him. So, um, but yeah, that was interesting. Um, but yeah, that was, that's one date. That's two dates I've mentioned. There's, but really and truly, I feel like the the bulk of my terrible um like dating experiences have been with like the common theme of just misogynistic bastards like mm-hmm. those two dates well, got okay bar the first one like the first date it was ridiculous but the second date was just like it wasn't that 
What poor manners. It was poor manners, but it wasn't that bad. I didn't feel threatened. I didn't feel like I was under attack. Mm. Like he didn't make me feel uncomfortable at any point, apart from when he's farting up the place and giggling. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I didn't get that. But um, yeah, I think um, other experiences I've had, which have just called for like really bad dates, where I've just been like, I really, really, it's really hard for me to find men attractive. Is when they just act like misogynistic bastards, and it's been yeah. too many examples of that because of the said because of the fact, like I said, I'm bi. Let's be real, I'm probably gay in it, but I'm just in denial. <laughs> but um, because of the fact that um, I'm bi, um, I feel like it always um, it always sets the precedence of how the person's gonna act towards me, um, yeah. especially how they receive this information, and just straight up how they treat me. Um, and there's always a common theme. I remember I got in, I remember I went on a date. Um, was this after I broke up with my ex? Probably. I think it had to be. It was after I broke up with my ex. Um, I went on a date with someone. Um, and he came to pick me up. I didn't give him my address, of course, but he he wasn't too far from. Um, and he just picked me up at like like a Sainsbury's down the road from me so I went to his to, to his um to him and he's just like okay cool we're gonna go to this place and I was like okay calm um and because he was in my area I know I, I couldn't I know it's wild that I have to think like this but at the same time I had to protect myself I know if the route he's taken is safe or not and also people know I am like I had mm-hmm. to do all of those things to make sure that I'm safe in it so I did that um, and we got in the car. I got in the car and then we would drive on the way to... Where were we going? We were going to... We, do you know what we went? We went to our regular Slorolaris. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we went... So we were driving there. Well, we. He was driving there. And we were talking... What was he talking about? Um, I always bring up the topic of, like, feminism or um, just social issues. Yeah, any social issues for other women. That's because I'm, I want to know where I stand and the, the devil I'm dealing with. If I, yeah. if I um, introduce a certain social topic regarding women and you feel uncomfortable about it or you feel or, or your your answer is anyhow wrong, like it has, it has a, you know, the essence of misogyny, then I know where I stand and I know that we're never going to get along. So I, I, I've, I've done that from the jump. It, it works like a jump charm because you can sniff out the bastards and you can just get rid of them from the, from the jump. So um, we were talking about social issues, um, talking about like um, issues, not even issues, but like topics regarding like um, the LGBT community, of course, because um, I'm bi um, and that's not really something I'm going to hide anymore. Um, so I mentioned like, you know, how um, being bi is valid um being trans is valid and just and all and all things gay basically and also spoke about certain feminist issues as well but I was trying to gauge where he was at and everything that he was saying which is very very like um he was basically trying to convince me as to why um bisexuality doesn't exist at some point whoever the person settles down with that's the true person that they're attracted to um and I was just like, okay, but here's why it's not the case. And here's why that might be the case. And here's why that might not be the case. And I was just basically having the conversation with him. Um, but I made sure not to reveal to him that I was bisexual, simply because I know that from the moment that I said to him, I'm bisexual, everything that I said, any validity that he might have gained from what I, anything that sounds valid, he's going to mm. um, throw out the window because gonna, and say, well, you only feel that way because you're bi. And yeah, and it's going to, and he's going to, he's going to, 
take everything I'm saying and apply it to emotional apply it to the fact that it's a personal issue to do with me which is just simply not the case I'm talking to you from the basis of facts and facts only so that's exactly what I was doing um and then we got to um the place um had one two drinks he couldn't drink too much because he was driving but um I have I you know what this if if this god is real he's very good to me because I I have a high alcohol tolerance so it takes a lot for me to get waved in a situation so yeah. if like god forbid like if I was to get roofied I'd know straight away in it but yeah. um it takes a lot for me to get waved and guys get waved more than I before I do so it automatically makes it I don't know if it puts me in, a, in an environment of safety but lowers the keys because I know that I'm not going to be vulnerable around them kind of thing that makes sense or I just control my drink one of the two but anyway um he was we were talking and everything and I guess the alcohol was hitting him and he and I was actually revealed to him eventually whilst we were talking about you know um certain issues like by the way like I am actually he's like are you by kind of thing he asked me and I didn't lie I said yeah I am actually I was like yeah I knew it that's why that was dangerous sorry that was a dangerous thing to do well considering how considering how his views on bisexuality well he wasn't he wasn't adamant because there was someone that I went on a date with whose views were aggressive and really really terrible but I'll touch on that um but he wasn't aggressive with it he was just saying like oh he just didn't believe it he just didn't believe it he just couldn't he's like yeah no that's not the case um you know it's like they do like they do like um like women do like men more whatever um and it was just very very like dumb it was just very dumb so um we left and I was like okay cool and he's like we were walking and he's just and I was like oh yeah like you know let's go kind of thing and he's just like oh no no that's not my car my car is further down and I was like, no, 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 this is your car. I'm not walking down a random road with you, the hell. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's just like, okay. And then I was wearing a, a thick coat because it was cold. Um, and he, but when we were in the restaurant, I took it off and then um, went to the toilet. So he saw what I looked like kind of thing. And he's like, I don't know why you're wearing this thick coat, you know, um, like you're not really showing off like your curves and that, like you've got a nice body. Well, it's cold outside. He's... <laughs> Marley at beginning of the year like January or like it was like it was cold it was winter we were in winter and you you must risk frostbites so that the men can enjoy your bum you can it's not gonna happen not on my watch it was winter I'm wearing a thick coat come on do the math one plus one equals two in it so um I was like okay it's like oh what can I have a hug kind of thing and I was like okay fine sure we can we can hug so I went to go and give him like the side church hug you grab your bum uh, course he did um you know what and he was okay. yeah he and then he and then he was smiling he's like oh can I get a kiss I said the fuck you think this after everything you we just had a conversation about like how can you not gauge that and he's like oh do you know what I feel like he's like do you think we have like some sort of sexual chemistry and I was thinking to myself like where have you been for the past like hour like where have you been um so it's like everything that I was saying, like you didn't take any value or what I said. You're a better person than me because I would have spat in his face and ran. Well, this is this was on my way to get a home in it, and he was my ride. So I was like, okay, that's what I'm saying. This is all happening outside of his car on our way home because I was trying to wrap things up immediately. So then I got into the car now, and then I was just like, okay. Um, so he's like, so he went to go and take me home, and he's like, oh, I'm going to put on the heated seats, and I was just like. 
he's like yeah and I was trying to think I was like oh what can you feel the heated seats oh and I, was like, I was like I was like um I can't really feel it too tall because I've got a really thick coat on so maybe eventually it's like oh because if the seats aren't warm you know I can I know what can warm up I can know what will your bum up like I can use my hands to warm up your ass and stuff like that and I just hate when men talk sexual to me you know this is how I feel like you I'm don't like it. I know. but I hate when men talk sexual to me anyway so he um we get to my location and he's like you know like it'd be nice to see you again kind of thing obviously he must have been attracted to me that's why he's moving like that but the feeling wasn't mutual after what he was saying and then um he I think he wanted to kiss me or something and I leaned back and I went to go and give him a spud and then I ex- <laughs> and then I decided to Brexit that vehicle and make my way he's home again and I never saw him to, to this day I never seen him again never seen him again um oh. but yeah it was wild it was a bit wild um, but even out of all of my situations, that's tame. That's yeah, actually that's the, tame. That's the most um, mild. That's the most mild one. And then mm. I think the most mild one is the is the farting. I think that's the most mild one. Okay. But, but I hate like why are you question. Your nose it wasn't mild. Huh? I said to your nose it wasn't. Yeah, mild. the smell wasn't mild at all. Yeah, the smell wasn't mild at all. But um, yeah, no, he he was um. What was I going to say? Yeah, I guess it's mild. But the fact that he was arguing me, like, how are you arguing me and telling me that I have to eventually make a choice between yeah. male and uh, male and f- man and woman? Let me not do that. Um, yeah. I have to make a choice between man and woman because it makes no sense um, for me to be attracted to both because I feel and like when you're not, I guess is, yeah. if you're not in the mindset. I feel like it's such a basic concept. I yeah, really think even, it's very easy to understand. Even if you even if you do settle down, quote unquote, with one sex or gender, your your attraction to the other doesn't disappear. Right. Like by sex is it's being physically attracted to. Whether right. you follow through with the attraction or not doesn't matter. It's it's the being physically attracted to the sex right. or um different sexes. Absolutely. And what sexuality is. What, that's literally it it's nothing more to it it's very very i feel like it's very black and white fact like it's very simple yeah it's not about who you marry it's, you not, kids with. it's not it's just that that one caught me that's it yeah because there are philip schofield married a woman that doesn't mean he was straight yeah because, yeah kids it, it, and everything they're married for yeah, years exactly so it Come means on. nothing but yeah. um in, on the same in the same breath i want to actually speak about um the person that i did speak actually go on a date with who was incredibly homophobic um to the point where I felt very unsafe um this is more recent actually there's a lot of there's a lot of things in between but there's not enough time for this but this was more recent and this I really 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 want people to really learn from my mistakes um so met the person off hinge off the bat hinge doesn't disclose your sexuality so if you are if whatever your sexuality it won't show it will just show you your preferences so you can select you can select um men you can select women you can select both um but it will show um but you'll be matched with your preferences so obviously if you're a woman matched with a woman then you know they know the, the, okay. the other the other person won't see your preference no they won't see your preference so if i'm okay. if i um if i match with a man it would be down to me telling them that i'm gay for them to know okay. that i'm gay do you know what i mean okay. yeah so um they can't see on my profile that I'm bisexual. I say mm. this for a reason. So um, I went on the date with this guy and we were talking about like um, 
things regarding race and feminism and stuff like that and having very like um forward thinking conversations like I was like okay cool like this person's on my wavelength like he's and and he's based in the area that I'm based in as well like he's like where I live is quite small in it so um if someone's in the area like they're most likely 10 minutes away from me max so I was just like okay cool so um I was just like okay this is interesting um and I I said to him do you know what like I'm actually free after work and he was like okay cool I'll pick you up um outside of this train station and we can just go to the park and have a nice chat so I spoke to him I was like yeah hi like you good he's like yeah you good kind of thing we just have a conversation and um he we were talking about like I need to remember the segue as to how we got onto this topic but alas we were talking about um what were you talking about in particular we were talking about um social issues that were happening at the time like um just current affairs um and then um talking about the black lives matter movement as well um Mm -hmm. and then obviously you know the black lives matter movement is run by women and i would say i was even mentioning like my qualms of the black lives matter movement because there's a lot of like behind the scenes things that are just great right now and then he's like yeah i'm not gonna lie like i'm not really here for the fact that you know it's um like there's a lot of you know i'm gonna say in it yeah then, I, don't, I don't have the energy to hold these kind of conversations and I really just don't like it's really it's, it's exhausting oh, yeah. it's exhausting so um we were talking um and he's like yeah you know when it comes to um you know how he doesn't like he, he doesn't there's a lot of things he doesn't agree with like about like um and then basically, he said um, he was a raging homophobe basically the he was a raging homophobe yeah yeah so he was talking, and he said that he doesn't really agree with um, gays. And I said, what do you mean by you don't agree with it? Um, and then he went on to talk. I'm not even going to tell you what he said, but he went on to talk for at least a good hour, no, two, maybe even three okay. hours. I don't know how I did this, but I just think I just wanted to get home in one piece. Yeah. And he was talking for a long time about his beliefs about um the LGBT community as a whole how much he despises gay people how if he was to be seeing someone um seeing a girl and then they were to bring a gay person into the house he would be infuriated in the fact that they brought a gay person around him and a gay person is within his presence um he went on to talk about Mm -hmm. how when it comes to black women and um us not and us wearing weave or wigs um it's because of the fact that we don't love ourselves and he would never even sleep with a black woman who has wigs or weave um he refuses to lay down with anybody who's not black no he, he would never have a child for anyone who's not black but then he continues to date outside of his race just for the sake of dating outside of his race because you know it's just somebody to be um and he I said to him you know when it comes to extensions and stuff like that that same rule applies to all races you know like everyone wears extensions I said does the same rule apply to them and he's like, yeah, it would, it would definitely apply to them. And I was like, so, and it's like, and then he said he would never, um, what else did he, yeah, he said um, when he was growing up, he used to actually think um, that white women were better because of the fact that they never wore, they never tried to um, be, they tried to never try to be another race. They never there's used to l- hair. There's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot. This, uh, we're not the, do that I'm saying, I'm just saying it because I feel like 
whoever's got a brain cell will be able to recognize what I'm saying and just see the flying red flags um so yeah he said he said that um he said like um he would um he he basically in a nutshell he didn't respect women he didn't respect black women and it was very obvious that his stance was that he had just understood his blackness because he wasn't he wasn't um 100% dark cocoa do you know what I mean like he was mixed Mm. he was like he was mixed race so I guess he had identified or recognized his blackness and he's come into um and and he's yeah he's he's I feel like he's he's identified himself as black and um he's now on this movement or he's going through this phase where he's super hyper black and he's very very yeah, black yeah, yeah. um what's yeah. the time hotep he's a, he's a very much some yeah. hotep in the sense that his blackness is something that he's super proud of but it's a phase that he's gone through in a self-identity and and he's now self-identifying as that and he's taken on all of the additional traits of okay so this is what i want in a woman in x y and z but tomorrow he'll probably change his mind again because I don't think anything that he was saying was really set in stone it was more so that he felt it to be more of an aesthetic um and the idea yeah I'm I'm on yeah just 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 something to believe in and I think that he 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 came across that way that he wanted to have something to believe in um and that's why he was so so pro-black to the point where it was almost to a fault like I said a hotep Um, and then any kind of power and privilege that he has gained and he's recognised that he has, he's taken and he's abusing heavily. Um, and yeah, it was it was wild. Like he wanted an all natural baby, he wanted a babe um, who never straightened their hair, um, always me. had their hair out, um, didn't have, yeah, pick me, someone who's going to cater to the male gaze and going to make them feel comfortable and do exactly what they say, regardless of what they actually want to do. Um but then at the same time, he still was, he still would, I don't know. I don't know. He, he still would, he would still encourage relationships with um, women who aren't black. And then when I say to him, but are you attracted to women who are not black? And he's like, no, I could never, ever be with one. But I'm just like, but you continue to have sex with women that you say you'll never be in a relationship, you'll never take seriously. So you just That's don't respect weird. women. Yeah. It was very strange. Yeah. But yeah, he talks he talks at length basically about how he felt about gay people. And then um I said to him, you know, when it came to like how sexuality kind of works with women and why it may differ to men. Um, and then he's just like, Yeah, no, there's always those girls who like who have like tried to hook up with like the same sex or like kiss their friends or something something. I don't fall into that bracket in it. I am I am gay, but I don't kiss my friends in it. Mm-hmm. Um well anyways um i um you've never tried to kiss me i've tried to please you wish do you say i don't wish oh, at okay. all i was to say no i have never tried to kiss you Bali. i don't want i don't want you near me okay that's fine I, I know you don't want me near you and you know what the feeling is mutual um but congratulations um but yeah in terms of yeah he basically was talking about how much he, he hated in a nutshell he just didn't really respect women um but then yeah he was talking about how when it comes to certain girls like you know they can sometimes kiss their friends like he said is that something that you've done and I looked at him and I said and this is where I made the grave mistake actually saying actually do you know what I'm by like it's not a matter of me I, I don't just like you know kiss women for fun like I would actually marry a woman like I romantically mm-hmm. I'm attracted to women as well as um physically and then he was just like, oh, okay. And his whole time yeah, mannerisms has changed. He's made himself repulsive to me. He started picking at his nose. He started like just being really, 
I don't know, his 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 body language just became very ugly and it was very, it was a very obvious um switch that he made. Um and he was just like, damn, like I'm surprised you have the patience to actually sit here and listen to me. Cause if someone was talking that length about um gay rights for this long to me, um, I wouldn't be able to stomach it. And I was like, honestly, I shouldn't have stomached it. In my head, I was like, I shouldn't have actually allowed him to chat like that to me. I shouldn't have allowed him to chat like that in my presence at all. Um and yeah, like I said, the reason why I felt like it was such a mistake that I made on my end is that I could have potentially put myself in a harmful situation because he had told at length how much he didn't care for gay people and how disgusted he was by gay people. And even if he had a child, he would disown them because he had failed as a parent yeah. if their child was gay. Yeah, because of course I answer question, in it. I said, what about your child? Because the only time that you find like a lot of men who are wrapped up in their own ass to think outside of themselves, because in that way it kind of still relates to them, but not really. Mm. Um, and he said, yeah, if I had a child that was gay, that, that child would never see me because I had failed as a parent and I don't want to be around wow. anyone who's gay. Because he doesn't even have gay friends. He would never want to have a friend who's gay. He wouldn't even want to associate with anyone who's gay. He, he said any gay person he's met is one time and one time only. He didn't, he made sure to not be in an environment around them again. Okay. So anyway, I fucked up because I told him that I was bi and I shouldn't have told him that because if I had doing that, I put myself in a situation where I could have been potentially hurt um, because he didn't care for gay people. Um, But yeah, it was one of the wildest experiences I've ever had. He was talking for so long about how much he did not care for gay people. It's one thing for you not to, it's one thing for you to feel like you disagree with it, even though that's, that's, that's problematic. But for you to have such a, for you to have such a strong distaste towards us, like why? There's a lot. Okay, there is a lot. Like I said, to unpack. Like how it's Pride Month, we are gonna do mm. an episode. Um, yeah, delving into the the homophobia and transphobia and misogyny in the black community. Yeah, look out for that episode. We will. We will um, unpack all of that. Um, for sure. Well, yeah, that's it. Was wild. It was yeah. wild that you felt that you had to sit there and listen. You could have walked away at any point. And said, you know what? Now nah, I'm not really feeling this. Peace out. Why? Why did you sit? Why did you sit there and, and listen to it? Like, because I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. You know. Because number one, I didn't know if it was a lot. Number two, I didn't really want. I didn't want to make a scene. I just didn't want to make a scene, and I didn't want to why? make it because I I didn't know the potential this, this danger I was in. Me, this is where me and you are different. We're very different because in that way. I would have turned it into a theatre production. Mm. <laughs> Let learn a scene. I would have showed them up. Mm. Then again, that would have that, that would have been a detriment to my my safety. But I certainly this is what you have to take into consideration, though, because that's what yeah. I was thinking the whole time. And not only that, but like I feel like women can be, um, they can almost like pander or cater towards um, men and their egos because it's kind of what we've been like taught to do from young. Yeah, that's what patriarchy has taught us to do. Yeah, I've, it's always been a thing where you kind of naturally, well, at least in my case, pander or cater and soothe the male ego because you don't mm. want to put yourself in a position where you could potentially be harmed. Um, and that's what I I noticed. That I've I've done it a lot to my family. I've done it to, um, I've yeah, I've done it with my family, and it, I I feel like it does more more harm than good. I feel like in terms of, um, men being being taught. Um, how to not be bastards at this point you need to just allow them to do their thing and not allow them to do their thing but um, 
I think I think actions speak louder than words and that's why when it comes to certain people being cancelled upright left right and centre and having their careers ruined I don't think second chances should be given I don't think they have I don't think they deserve it I don't think they deserve any kind of credit I don't think they deserve any kind of grace because no, the world's never shown us grace yeah. so I think I think it's I really think it's time not even time it's been time to stop showing men grace mm. for when they for when they do basic when they do things any- like ignore any person any person who has like um any any kind of privilege in in regards to their identity whether you're white male um heterosexual if you in a way sort of like um abuse that privilege or perpetuate the system that affords you that privilege it's not it's not up to me to give you a second chance because like you said i don't get within that within that oppressive system i don't get a second chance so peace out isn't it really and truly that's how it should be i feel like in terms yeah. of grace and actually giving people the the opportunity to um, commend or, or correct themselves um especially when it comes to men anyway um i don't have the patience to do it anymore because even if i was to tell someone or to tell a man listen this is what you did that was wrong and this is why it affected me and how it affected me they don't listen to female voices men don't listen to women they never have we've been told and taught to be silenced for how long um mm. and literally and, and that's basically been the common theme with all of these bad dates yes okay yes there's some laughs and there's some giggles like my man farting up and down the place that obviously wasn't that serious um yeah. but um yeah no this, these like it's it's a lot of the, the, the common theme is exactly that um and no nah, man it's been wild one like even I think I'm I'm gonna touch on this briefly but like I obviously I'm by I've mentioned that already um but I went on a date with a girl and the environment that was created because of the fact that I was on a date with this girl by men oh okay but the date the date itself was pleasant it was fantastic okay um, like it never like nothing ever progressed because nothing just ever progressed in it but in terms of um the people that I was that that made the date terrible it was all men but um no I did did, in terms of how I felt I felt safe I felt comfortable I don't feel like I was on edge I didn't feel like I had to put a guard up I didn't feel like I had to protect myself at all times um because the environment that was that was created um by this um this girl that I was on a date with was something that was so much more comfortable than any environment I had ever been on a date with the guy with well some like I said I've been on dates with some guys where they haven't always been bad um but those are rare yeah. those are rare and I, I've been told like it's usually the men who identify as beta males that um act that way super straight is the new term now isn't it ridiculous so super straight What's that? You not heard of that one? The new, the new sexual orientation. People straight, specifically men who won't date trans people because they're super straight. That's that's the new sexual. You say you're transphobic, go. Exactly. Come on. But yeah, that's the new. Um, that's the new sexuality out in these streets. It's mad. Very mad. Do you know what? To be fair, maybe it's best that they do identify as super straight because at least transphobes. I'm um, not transphobes. Um, trans people know the kind of people to avoid. Mm, from the jump, at least get, at least the red at least the red flag has been put up for you. Yeah. So you know exactly where to avoid because you don't want to be in an environment where you're not welcome in it. Because mm. if I knew that that person was um the way he was, because he was he was he was disgusted with the fact that I was bi. He was disgusted. He's like, yeah, oh, it's not on your profile, whole, you know. As I was not on my profile. Um, I was like, it's like no, it's not. Oh. 
And I said, oh. after, after you after you mentioned that you were his whole body language, his whole persona. No, but changed. out of his own mouth, he said, he said, you know, it's not, he said, you know, that's not on your profile. And he was in shock, like like a like a EastEnders. Like, doof, 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 doof. Yeah, literally, EastEnders cliffhanger. Yeah. Dirty Den is back from the dead. Yeah. And no, that was, it was mad. But um, yeah, even, uh, there, I don't, this, is it time for another story? I should have closed my mouth. What, what, what kind of story is it? Have I heard it? No, you haven't heard it. Is it you're an exclusive? <laughs> I'm scared. No, it's not, that, it's not scary. It's, 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 it's very tame compared to what I've said so far. I'll make it okay. short and sweet because it was short and sweet. You know what's going to happen. Well, on a date sat down we were outside it was when eating outside was the thing yeah oh this this year um i, think I, know, you, I know you've retired from the game now yeah i've retired from the game officially um okay. but this is like my second to last date this is my second to last date yeah. so um i went on the date with this person with sky and um uh, why do people lie the height was not the height um he was short much shorter um like my okay. height but he was saying he was nearly six foot I said okay um so I saw him now we went to go and get food we sat down outside I because we were outside I was in a coat a thick coat again because it's cold um this coat makes me look um like a like a blob but it does a job in it I'm not really trying to stay outside and freeze for what fashion for man yeah dead. So we ate the food, we had a conversation and we were both um, on the same page. Like I was like, okay, cool. Like we're very, this is very interesting. Even down to the fact that he wasn't too sure about having kids himself and his reasons were similar to mine. That's an- that, another thing that's actually becoming a lot more of a common um, thought process now. A lot of people actually question as to whether or not they want to have kids, men included. And mm. I find it very interesting. I'm going to talk about that briefly. But go on. What now? Or? Yeah, in this episode. Okay, we'll go, cool. Go on. So yeah, yeah, because I haven't even touched on you. Let me back this up. So um, yeah, don't um, don't, don't, don't touch on me, please. <laughs> I realize I sounded you know. <laughs> I haven't touched on you. Yeah, we haven't been touched on. Anyway, um, I went date. Date was over because the conversation was calm. We were having, we were, you know, going back and forth. I didn't get any um misogynistic vibes, but of course, you know, it's first date. You never know. Um, but the conversation was opened up and the floor was opened up and he was very receptive and he was saying a lot of the right words, you know, green bubbles. Mm-hmm. Um, later on now, the date comes to an end and then I say to him, goodbye, see you later, alligator in the wild crocodile. Um, on the date, we were actually did talk about um, our types, I guess, physically. And I'm demisexual, so that means I've never physically been attracted to someone before. I've never known what it's like to see exactly. someone and be, and be sexually attracted. I don't know what that, I don't know what that feeling is. Okay. So, um, I said I was obviously explaining to him that I didn't really have a type like that. Um, my type's just black um, because I don't really date outside my race. Um, yeah. But yes, the date came to an end now, and then he messaged me the following day. And he said to me, "Oh, um, he he." No, he never messaged me. He sent me a voice note, and I was just like, "Okay." He's like, "You know, we were talking about like our types on dates and stuff like that." By the way, this guy was um, much uglier than um, <laughs> he's much much. I'm, I don't I don't mind called in the spade a spade yeah he's much uglier than he said than he looked um so he talked sent a voice note to me at 4 43 a.m um for two minutes yeah he's just saying about um you know I when it come I, like I don't know how to say this but like we're talking about types and like it's such a shallow thing because you're literally the perfect person for me like in every way like we even have like similar um love languages um, and then he's just like I said talking a, a whole lot for a long time for two minutes 
Then he sent another one minute voice note with like a 30 second pause. So I just said to him, you're saying a lot, but nothing at the same time. What is it that you're physically not attracted to? Because he said that there was something that he physically wasn't attracted to about me. He said, you're an attractive woman. It's just me. I'm not in the right headspace right now. Okay, the whole, it's not you, it's me, but yeah. um, I didn't want to go through, just didn't know what to say. So I just said to him, motherfucker, hurry up. <laughs> so then he said to me, multiple messages later, I won't waste your time. Um, but he said, I think... I like to think that I like girls in all shapes and sizes, as long as they are attractive in brackets, which you are. But in truth, I prefer girls slimmer than me, for lack of a better term. That's what he said to me. You know? Are you saying you're too fat? <laughs> That's basically what he said. I said to him, I totally understand. We all have our preferences, and I appreciate your honesty. I honestly do prefer taller guys myself, and I wish you were honest about how short you were, since your profile <laughs> said otherwise. Maybe it's best we stick to who we're attracted to. And he said, yeah, I'm like five, I'm like, yeah, I'm like 5'11 in Air Forces. Nigga, you went 5'11 in stilts. Please. <laughs> Please. Let's let's cut the let's cut the bullshit down. It was to the point where I was looking around for the person and then he taps me on my shoulder and I looked behind me. I said, no. No. <laughs> um, see where you do clownery. The clown comes back. Comes back to bite. And he was the thing is, is that he wasn't even a he wasn't even like a, a big built guy or like a guy who had any cut. There was listen, there was nothing going for him. So when he said that I was um too fat, granted he couldn't actually see my figure because I was in a giant coat. Yeah. Um because you're but, not fat. Your bum is fat, thing, but you're not fat. Right. And well, I'm a little bit chubby in it, but you know, I'm not fat. And even if I was fat, so. My pictures. Your fat babes, your fat babes. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. So my pictures online compared to my pictures in person are the same. The clothes that I wear in the photos fit me now. It's not like a face picture. It's a top to bottom photo. So you can see there was no catfishing there. I look the same. I look mm. exactly the same to the point where I think maybe I should alter it. But I think to myself, you get what I don't want to, I don't want to be pulled. If it's one thing I don't want to be pulled up for, I don't want to be pulled up for being a catfish. I look, he saw exactly what I was, top to bottom. Mm. And I never, and I and like on hinge, it's the option is like the person either hits you up and says, I'm interested, or you hit them up and say you're interested. But he hit me up, obviously, because I'm buff and I'm buff and I'm out of his um pay grade. Uh, but yeah. um it's it's so funny because it's always it's always the ugly ones um because if if, if a good looking guy said that to me i'd be like stings but you know what i get it. he's buff he can get better but when you're when you're punching i just yeah impressive. when you're punching when i wouldn't even look at you on an average day i just find it very interesting mad. absolutely but mad. can you imagine yeah i couldn't believe it i said that is so wild come from I would take that from anyone but from you that's that's actually insulting to think that you think you're that buff but it is what it is wow you see me I'm actually actually gonna show you what you can I even show you what you look like yeah let me show you what you look like I was like it's actually shocking (laughs) I just saw it again I just saw it again um no it's shocking you're gonna send a photo yeah, I've said it to you now. I oh, you know, really can't believe it. Because also, by the way, I didn't have his WhatsApp at the time. I only had him on the hinge. So um, this when I tell you, it's wild. This is funny, though. Huh? <laughs> why do you... Why? Uh, this is not the first... You did, 
the, the thing anyway. is, though, Coco, this is not the first man that you've entertained that's not been to your level. Like, why do you do this you to yourself? You didn't look like that in the photos, and I wanted to eat free food, so why not? Okay, I guess so. Good food as well. Food was delicious. I'll take you there. It was really nice. This man is not... So how, how tall did he say he was? He said he was 5'11". I don't know. That's that's also a red flag. No man will say he's 5'11". If they're 5'11", they would say they're 6 foot because they're only one inch from 6 foot. So he's clean up 5'11". He was much shorter than 5'11". He, yeah, he, he was like know. five. He was like 5 foot, like 5 foot 6, 5 foot 7. Do you know how insulting that is? That's rude. <laughs> Do you know so what that is? And we can't we can't even share this man's photo for you guys to see. That is rude. Anyway. On that note. Did you not want to talk about your why you don't date? Yeah. Okay. This is one of the many reasons why I don't. Mm-hmm. But I've actively chosen not to. Before we even get into that though, I wanted to like because I'm a very um analytical kind of person. Like I like to understand things before break it down. Yeah, break it down. Like why do why don't I do certain things? Right. You know what I mean? And then the question came to me, why do people date in, in general in the first place? Like, I remember you saying you 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 did it because you wanted to see what it was like or like, you had friends and family members saying that it was, you know, that you should try and do it. But why do people do it anyway? Like, what, like what's the appeal? And then I broke it down to the biological, the biological, logical of the functions of the human beings, yeah? Yeah. We as human beings, yeah, in order for us to... Um, in order for us to keep existing, we have to reproduce. Right. Right. And the only way humans can reproduce is if male and female come together. Mm-hmm. And then when I thought about it, that's literally like the foundation of everything in society, like how society operates in it. The idea right. that man and woman must come together to reproduce. Just like any other species, the, the goal is to reproduce, to, you know, stay in existence, isn't it? Cool. And if you notice, any way of life mm-hmm. or any anything that deviates from this um this goal of of reproducing is a problem so yeah anything that's not heteronormative anything exactly so single mothers they're looked down on because it's male and female meant to come together to reproduce mm-hmm. if you're a single mother something's wrong there people who can't naturally reproduce they're made to feel worthless because they can't do what their body biologically is supposed to do um mm-hmm. gay, gay people male and female are supposed to be together and if you're you're, you're going out your way not to be do you know what i mean it's a problem um trans people you're go, you're not doing what your body is biologically supposed to do it's a problem um mm-hmm. people who have abortions you're on purpose terminating a pregnancy the whole point of humanity is to reproduce and you're going you're, you're going out of your way to sabotage humanity problem uh people like me who don't want to have kids we're told we're selfish and whatever um yeah so that kind of just explains like your society is not built for people society is built for people who are coupled up mm-hmm. like it's easier to get a house do you know what I mean that's that kind of thing um mm-hmm. so yeah but that obviously reproduction isn't the only reason why people date it's because human beings are yeah, more than just I'm, I don't I'm not too keen on having kids personally either yeah. I think our similar I think our views are similar as to why um but yeah I'm not too keen but at the same time I've dated yeah yeah so it just proves that as human beings although we are technically animals we are more than just our reproductive organs and so there must be something else that causes people you know to do it yeah and I think I don't know is that you get to understand what that is is that what you're trying to say yeah I don't know yeah I don't I haven't figured that part out yet but um there are there are two main reasons why I choose not to do it okay the first being the kind of personality I have I'm a very independent kind of person emotionally independent Mm -hmm. um so I don't necessarily rely on love or 
validation from others. Like I always say, no one in this life can love me more than I love myself. Right. There's nothing, there's nothing a man could do for me that I can't already do for myself. Mm-hmm. So that incentive is gone. For a lot of people, they need that kind of, you know, validation from others. I, I don't, I get, I'm, human beings are social creatures as well. Yeah. So we need social interaction to um, function in it. But I get that social need for me is satisfied through friends and family. Whereas mm-hmm. some people, they need like romantic partners to fulfill that social slash sexual need because we're also not only are we social we're sexual creatures too Mm -hmm. so people need some people I guess need um like romantic partners to fulfill the social and sexual need that human beings have but I'm not a very sexual person I don't think you are either you said you're asexual I'm I've like I said I'm demisexual it takes a lot for me to have oh demisexual yeah so for for some people they need to be in a romantic relationship in order to fulfill that sexual drive whereas I don't so those incentives those normal quote-unquote incentives that people that um, drive people to date and you know get into relationships I don't have those because I'm not a very sexual person um I'm not a very social person either do you know what I mean yeah so when it comes to dating all the all the higgy hagger all the crinkum crankum for some some people some women that's necessary to go through in order for them to find what they're looking for mm-hmm. that for them the ultimate goal is to like get married and have kids and because right. for me that's not um that's not my aspiration like I'm I don't want to have children I don't want to get married I'm not religious and I I also see marriage as a strictly religious um institution and I'm not I'm not religious so marriage mm-hmm. doesn't mean anything to me so I would never get married so kids and marriage are my goal so again those incentives aren't there for me but for some people it is so going through all that higgy haga, all that crinkum crankum, yeah. Um, necessary for them to find the one, but for me, it's not by force. Yeah, it doesn't serve you. It's not. It's not by force. And for someone like you, weirdly, who decided to go on dates, just I don't know. For you said it was for a social experiment, and it just to see. Um, At the very beginning, it was a social experiment. Yeah. So I downloaded the like I said, I well, I didn't even download it, but it was downloaded. It was on my phone. Um, and I wanted to see what the market was like as well. So I was having the conversations at work with my, my colleagues. And then I just thought, well, there's only one way to find out. Let me actually give it a fighting chance. Um, and then at least once I said, no, but for real, I thought, because I, I, like I said, I never, I started dating much later in my life because I never yeah. felt the desire to do so. It was very easy for me. It didn't really feel like a struggle. Um, yeah. So I actually, like I said, I thought I'd give it a chance um and see how things go um Mm -hmm. and I thought that with each experience I had I was like well maybe I'm not doing it right maybe if I do something different here the the result will be different but honestly the result has always been the same so when you're doing the same same thing and you're getting the same result what's the point the point is like you're kicking the what's it called you're kicking the dead horse or whatever that 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 phrase goes yeah like you know what I mean and Mm. the flogging a dead horse that's what it is um Yeah. yeah Because I know, I know myself. I know what I want. I know who I am. Like for me, dating would be like a lost cause. Like, like I said, again, people go through in your experience as well, all this higgy hagger. I'm a kind of person that's like, I, the minute, and this doesn't just go for romantic relationships. This goes for any kind of relationship, any situation in my life. And the minute, the minute it gets hot under the collar, I'm gone. That's literally what my situation is, brother. That's, 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 that's what's happened with my relationships they got hot under the collar I, I and dipped I was, I was, apart from one I got hot they got hot under the collar and I dipped so exactly that's, what that's happened. me that's exactly what happened my philosophy in life is that you only live once and I want right. to spend life 
living as happy as I can. So the moment your presence in my life diminishes my happiness, oh, you're happy. gone. You're gone. Doesn't matter who you are. I have personal like relatives, like close relatives that I've cut off Same. because they're just too toxic. And so being in a relationship for me isn't by force. So if that relationship was to in some way come to deal with me, it, I'm not sticking around. Mm. But for some people, like I said, for some people, the higgy hagger is necessary to find a one. And I'm, I'm not doing it. Mm. I'm not, I just, I just don't have the, I don't have the energy. I just don't, because I, like I said, I know what I want and all my social and sexual needs don't need to be fulfilled no. by, you know, being in a relationship. So that's that. It's, just, it's mm. really as simple as that. Yeah. Um, but the second reason, that, like I said, there was two reasons why I don't date. The second reason, um, unlike the first reason, is not down to me as an individual. It's not down to my personality. Mm. It's down to um, something that's out of my control. And we already touched on it, the patriarchy of the archie. Um, the patriarchy of the archie. <laughs> yeah. Not John of Arc, the patriarch. That's what it yeah. is. Um, <laughs> we've already explained and described it's not safe being a woman, specifically yeah. a black woman, specifically a black gay woman in yeah. this society. As long, I always say, as long as patriarchy, as long as we live under it, I will try as hard as I can to limit my contact with men. The same goes for white supremacy and racism. As long as these oppressive systems exist, I will try to limit my exposure to people who do bring violence towards me yeah um i know a lot of people say oh but not all men not all men um it's enough of you it's enough of you and not only not enough only of that, you it's too many that's the issue it's too many, too many. but not only that the system itself like patriarchy is a system that is designed to oppress and dominate over women and men have been socialized within this system i'm going to get um very academic here or very like analytical here um Come on, i like it it's the only way i know how um but when it when it comes to like manhood and masculinity these things are are defined in terms of like superiority over women like dominance that dominance over, like, like your mm-hmm. manhood is is contingent on dominating over women that's what patriarchy is and your manhood you as a man have been socialized in a system that oppresses women am, am i making sense i don't think i'm making sense you're making perfect sense i think what you're trying to say is that when it comes to men the only way for the system to survive and to thrive is to put us on the back burner in order for it to in order for it to yeah in order for it to thrive we have to suffer and until the system has been created or not created but recreated and changed in a way that allows us to be on the same equal playing field they're never going to see us the same yeah as long as that imbalance of power exists it's always going to be at, it's always going to be at our expense always at our expense manhood whiteness um heterosexuality are all defined in terms of power and imbalance of power and privilege that's the way the systems are designed isn't it and um yes not all men believe that they're because their men are you know not not every man walks around saying yeah i'm a man so i'm better than you but every single man has in some way said or done or behaved in a way there's a a conscious undertone like there's when, when the whole entire world's been telling you that you're the ship from the moment that you were born or has catered and pandered to your ego and pandered to your feelings and your emotions and made sure that those things come first before anything else then you're always going to have this subconscious bias that you're better I no one's ever told like I've, I've never been 
told or taught that I'm better than animals, but the way that the world has been created has been created in favor of me compared to other animals to make yeah. me feel better than those animals. I know that I know I'm I move in a way where I feel and act like I'm better than a cat <laughs> because the world has made me feel comfortable in a way and almost pandered to the feelings of feeling better and being superior to a cat. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. They are in the position that they're in because we've allowed a system to be created to allow them to be in a position. If you really wanted to let cats have their reins, all we have to do is change the system. Will it be a successful system? Probably not. But at the end of the day, the system can be changed and rearranged in order to fit the narrative or help um other other types of people. But it means that it's gonna be it means that someone's going to have to lose their power someone's going to have to lose their privilege someone's going to have to someone's mm. going to have to let go of something mm, to sacrifice something people are going to have to sacrifice um, something yeah they're not willing or prepared to sacrifice what needs to be sacrificed to create a more equal no, because society why would, but the thing I, I get it though like why would you um give up um give up being in a position of privilege and being above other people when the world has made you feel like it's okay and pandered to that mm. just because it's not right to us it's obvious because it's just like if it's not right if it's not humane to treat people that way you shouldn't treat people that way but to them they're saying yeah but I can do it and get away with it so why not yeah that's it that's that's simply it that's the reason why because I'm not gay I'm straying it I have the misfortune of being attracted to heterosexual cisgendered men well not not necessarily cisgendered but heterosexual men um and patriarchy is a is a threat to my safety and I can, I can, with, with 100% certainty, with my chest, I can say that since being an adult, throughout my entire adult life, every single man that I have encountered, not just romantically, well, I have never been encountered a man romantically, but mm. just men, even the men in my family, mm. every single man that I have interacted with has in some way, on some level, tried to assert their superiority over me. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily explicitly maybe passively sometimes with their body language and do you know what I mean how they carry themselves but they've tried they've tried and that's just what man that's what manhood is mm. we live in we live in a society whose foundations are built on um systems that exist through oppressing the less powerful people and if your identity like if you're socialized in these systems you believe the the you've been taught to believe and you've been encouraged to believe that yeah so if you're a man you've been socialized in a society that teaches you that being a man you're more superior to in every way to women even if you have like read a couple of books and you've done the work to you know unpack that um and you don't you don't go out there saying yeah i'm better than you i'm better than you just like there's, with a, subconscious, white there's a subconscious tinge there's yeah, a you, subconscious it, tinge in your brain that allows some, you yeah some way you say or behave in a way you act or say things that perpetuate that system even I as a straight person I don't think I'm better than gay people but I know there's still a long way to go and there's there's a lot of things and ways that I you know behave that perpetuate um homophobia is that what I'm looking for yeah yeah and of course consciously yeah subconsciously of course I don't mean to do that but I do and it doesn't matter to gay people that I don't mean it do you know what I mean the harm is still done. So it's up to me to unpack whatever needs to be unpacked to unlearn that behaviour. But this is the difference between you and the average um, cis het man is that you're mm. willing to do the work and unpack that. That's mm. not the way that average, the average cis het man, man works. They under, it's either they refuse to understand that and just ignore that because sometimes mm. it's not even just cis het men because it can also be women as well. Yeah. Um, but 
when speaking about like I was having a conversation with a family member about like understanding how bisexuality works which to me is very black and white and I think you've heard me throughout this episode interchange the word bi with gay but Mm. it's the same way that if you're mixed race you're considered black Mm. um granted it's not um it's not the same thing but it's under the same bracket and sometimes I do that when talking with family and I was saying this to a family member and they were just like I don't get it like are you gay or are you bi which one is it and I'm like but you understand and this I'm black so the family member's black as well and I said I don't understand how you don't understand how that works Mm. what is so difficult for you to understand about that because the same way you can recognize in this case how that works when it comes to race but then also that's also another thing you can't really talk about race and um and um and sexuality in the same bracket because a lot of people do get offended but we'll talk about that later um Mm. because we have an episode that we want to dedicate to that but um yeah it, it was it was frustrating that they didn't she she didn't want to understand it and that's literally what it is a matter of ignorance and also also sorry to cut you off yeah but no, it's like ahead. um for a lot of um people being bi isn't as bad quote unquote as being gay like if you're bi you're just it's like you're you're half you're halfway there but when you're gay you're fully blown going to yeah, hell yeah, you have to be if you're bi there's something redeemable quote unquote about you yeah but maybe that family member family member wanted to I don't know how get reassurance that you weren't going to hell. You know there was something there that it wasn't guaranteed. You... Yeah, I might have. Yeah. I might be able to see a place yeah. in heaven. Yeah. If hell is real, then I've got to see. We're already in hell. We Look are at the state of the world. Look what we've done to the world. Come on. Look what yeah. we've done. Um, but yeah, in terms of like dating, the way that you view dating seems to be bigger than just going on a date. Um it's yeah. obviously it's, it's I do it's that like, a lot like I always um no matter what it is like everything I do in life I always try to contextualize it I don't know I feel it's important for me to do that to help me understand okay. like, my place in the world and help do you know what I mean like I was going to ask you why you do that actually that's the next thing I was going to ask well, you I don't know but, I just I just feel like it's important for me to like you know yeah just understand my place in the world who I am yeah like people do things for a reason like yeah. I, I even if I didn't understand why I didn't date I still wouldn't date but I feel like it was important for me to understand why I didn't right and that's why yeah the patriarchal um, and me as a person I don't know did I actually say why I don't date anymore did I even say that I, just, I think you said you were just tired of, of the I was, yeah I was tired of the work that I had to put in number one and number yeah. two um like I said, I don't think I ever had any business there in the first place. Because you said um, it was a social experiment. And you, like me, you know that you don't want to get married. You know that you probably yeah, right. don't, want to have kids, don't want to have kids, innit? I'm 50, I'm not even 50, 50. I'm, I'm, I'm 80, 20 on not having kids. And you, like like me, um, are very independent. Right. Um, so you could happily live on your own for the rest of Absolutely. your life. Absolutely absolutely and the thing is is that when it comes to um like I said I'm demisexual so I I outside literally I would have to have the person next to me make a move on me 
before I have sex outside of that I don't think about it maybe once yeah. in blue moon I have once a month I have a flashback and that's literally because of um hormones but even with the yeah. flashback I'm not I'm not turned on like it's still just it's just my brain reminding me of the fact that there was a point in life where you did have sex and yeah those moments I did enjoy but at the same time um it's not enough for me to want to date oh and also another big reason why I don't date is um sex repulses me yeah as simple as that <laughs> when you say it repulses you do you mean it makes you naturally just feel very uncomfortable it may, I don't like people touching me and sex is like the highest form of intimacy and I, I'm not a very I'm not an intimate person at all I don't right. I don't want people breathing around me so yeah. the idea that a man wants to come and drop his pants and pour his penis on side <laughs> <laughs> no. no it took me do you know what no this is what I'm saying like I said this is why I said I never belong there because I think it took is is not a natural thing for me. Oh, I'm I'm actually I'm actually gagging, thinking about it. Yeah. Oh, just the sweat, the sweat as well. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I'm a very unfit person. For me to go from my bedroom to the front <laughs> door, I'm out of breath. So now you want me to sit on top of a dick and ride? No, you don't have to. The other person could do the work. I'm, I'm the out that's breath. what they like to do anyway. So nah, this the idea of intercourse makes me. But it's, it's, it's a level, it's a level of vulnerability though that is like no other. Oh, it makes me sick. It makes me sick. It makes me no, sick. No, I don't even know. Honestly, God, I don't even know how I got myself into these situations. You know, <laughs> when I think about there it, must be a, I'm like, a, there must be a term for it. You know, asexual. No, like, a, is it a fear of sex? I don't know. Maybe. Let me actually Google this. It, it, I'm googling it right now. It 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 makes me. Fear of sexual intimacy. No, it's not even intimate. It's the idea of sex itself. Oh, it's called. Um, it's called. I think it's called genophobia. Or erotophobia. That's what I have. Yeah, this is more like a sim- simple dislike or aversion. Okay. Well, yeah. It's a condition that can cause intense fear or panic when sexual intimacy is attempted. No, because you wouldn't even get to sexual in- intimacy. Being I wouldn't attempted. even allow it. When when men look at me in the street, I get, um, no. no. I think only, the only reason why I can actually understand what it's like is because I've, I've, I've been there. But it's even so, like I said, outside of it, I can't understand. I don't, I don't know how it happened. And it's happened more than once. More than one person. I don't want to talk about it. Honestly, I don't, I don't know how to, I did it. I don't want to talk about 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 it. Please, I can't. I can't. No, it's anyone else feel this way? Let us know. No, it's actually. Does anyone else have a fear of sex? Uh, even even the word. Even now, because it's been it's been a while since I've um done the deed. I don't even want to think about you doing it. Please, oh please don't. Um, but um, it's been a while since I've done the deed. Um, and now that I've been without it for so long, I if I don't. I don't think I'm ever going to do it again. I'm not going to say I won't because things change. But I, like I said, I don't even know how I got them in the first place. And now that I've been so long without it, I'm just like, how the fuck did that happen? Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, it's just, just... It's actually... It's, no, yeah. I get what you mean by it. Um, like it makes my it makes my heart go at a faster pace and it should... Not because I'm excited, but because I'm just generally so uncomfortable. I've always, always, always been uncomfortable around the topic of sex I remember when like chilling with like male friends who were just like oh yeah t- not even, they wouldn't even talk about sex you tough like that around me you know because they kind of just knew like mm. one of my friends to me like oh, they actually asked me if I was asexual 
Okay. I just feel so I just feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm just like, don't do that. I don't want to, I just don't it's not do so much that. A fear for me. I think it's a dis- more of a discomfort. Yeah. I yeah, I think it's I think it's I know it's a discomfort because it's it's something that um I for sure like I've done it, but I think those were under extreme circumstances. You weren't under duress, were you? No, I wasn't. I wasn't under duress. I wasn't, I was in the situation where I was comfortable. Um but I don't I feel like there's been very few times where I've done the do very mm-hmm. few times. Wow. A lot of the time alcohol. You think you would have done it um if alcohol wasn't involved? No. That's, more time. That's very more, telling. More time I've had alcohol in my system than not. When I say more time, I'm talking like 90% of the time. Yeah, that's very telling. Hmm. I think I think, oh my, I'm not even gonna get into numbers. But I'm honestly like when I tell you like the statistics, yeah, probably like ninety five percent of the time. Wow, that's that is very revealing. Because 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 cocoa in regular cocoa brain, it, it wouldn't it couldn't happen. Yeah. Wow. Um. Enough about me recognizing or having epiphanies about. Epiphany. Um, yeah, that's what it was. It was an epiphany. I was like, okay, this is. Yeah. It's really, it's actually really, 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 really not for me. Yeah, it's not about that life. It's not. It's, like I said, it can be fun, but I feel like I, no, it's too much work. Not only is it too much work, but it's too for me in my end anyway. It's too much convincing. Yeah, no. Okay, and we're gonna get into that. Yeah, if someone <laughs> says to me, "I want to see you right now," blocked and deleted because the the <laughs> idea that you would that for me, oh my god, I could cry. I can't do it. I legitimately cannot. I, do it. I just don't imagine my. I don't imagine any situation that would lead to that because I'm a very. I've already said I'm a very independent person. I'm very, um, yeah, very independent person. And you're not social. And I'm not social. That's that's the key one here. I'm also very lazy. Yeah, so if you as, as 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 a woman, especially when you're attracted to men. Um, yeah just no just in general my general life if I don't have to do something I won't do it okay fair <laughs> and even I'm just talking in, in general if I don't have to do something I won't do it <laughs> yeah so if you called me and said yeah baby I want to I want to come over I'm gonna have to get up I'm gonna have to have a shower I'm gonna have to find clothes you know what I mean when I could just be, okay, gonna, let's say that you okay let's put let me ask paint this now because I just want to know I know the answer is probably still going to be no but imagine um that you're with us so you're with friends and drinking dancing living life and you're just like you know what this is really going to a different place and then as in the alcohol and then someone at the moment says I can deal with you now you don't have to do all the prep work let's say it's an ideal world where all of the prep work is actually done for you I would, you know what I'm like when I'm drunk. I would, I would, I wouldn't know. Like, he wouldn't mm. even be able to get a word in edgewise. So, nah, it wouldn't happen. Even me drunk knows that that wouldn't happen. See, this is the same thing with me. But with you, mm. it's happened when you were drunk. So, it has happened when I was drunk, but also it was still very dependent on the people because if, let me put it this way if I was to tell you the, the people that I've had sex with, you'd look at them and you'd say, okay, makes sense okay in the sense that getting, can we stop this is getting too um this is getting too deep now this is getting, we're talking about things i don't want to talk about we're talking about things you, it's, all, it's all that deep is this it, an, to me, it is well i don't want it okay i don't want it 
Okay. <laughs> okay. It wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna allow it to get deep. I was gonna just. I was gonna leave it at that. Like they're idiots. Because the thing is, yeah, we've had conversations off air, and I know things about you that I really wish I didn't know. Okay, like my sex life, literally about you know Lamborghini doors. Then, you know, if you if you're given the opportunity, your mouth will run, and you would end up saying things you don't need to say. <laughs> Not that your mouth is big, but you know, <laughs> you you know what I mean. Oh, I 1,000% know what you mean after our last conversation. I 1,000% know what you mean. Like when you're in the mood, it will just come out. And I don't, I'm, I'm scared. I'm, to, I'm, I'm scared about what you're, you're going to say next. So let's just end gonna, school. No there's, a, no, there's a lot of things that I haven't told you. And I don't, and I, and I, and I haven't done it. Don't because I don't say that. Oh, you don't even you want to know said, that? You should have said, Marley, I've told you everything I need to. Now, now I know that what you told me, there's more. Oh, I lied. That's it. God. There's not much more to be honest. Well, either way, it's not my business. Yeah. There are limits to this friendship. There are boundaries. Absolutely. Thank you. And sex is one of them. Thank not you. Not with you, but just just the topic of sex. Okay, let's end it. That just wasn't even we weren't even supposed to get to this point. I don't know why we ended up here, and I don't like the fact that we took this this left turn. But the point, the, the fact of the matter is, all I want to say in conclusion is if trash. you don't want to date don't date if you want to be curious and see what the dating market is like and you know be dealt explore. with then ex- by all means explore but and also ladies and gentlemen ladies specifically don't ever do something you are uncomfortable with doing yeah don't let any man try to manipulate or you know don't do anything you're uncomfortable with yeah and before dating create boundaries and exercise and and see as to whether or not they'll cross those boundaries and if you feel like they're crossing their boundaries too early then that means they don't respect you and run don't wait for a pink flag to turn red do not wait because you always 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 regret it yeah you know yourself in it so don't think oh well maybe i'm overthinking because even if you are overthinking you're overthinking for a reason yeah. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen. On that note, on that note, notes. Thank you for tuning in. Stop singing. Okay. Perfect. Thank you for tuning in. And you know, listening to our ranting and raving. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hope you enjoyed. Um disclaimer, we, we we've recorded this at night. So um, you know, we're very busy babes. So if our voices sound a bit crusty, that's why. I don't think we sound crusty. I think we sound okay. Sound I've got, I've got, um, what's it called? Bedroom eyes. Bedroom, bedroom. Oh, bedroom voice. Bedroom voice. Like I'm ready yeah, for bed that's now. That's sexy, you know? When you have a slipping huh? bedroom, you can sound a little bit sexy. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> End the call now. Right, right. Before we go, I did want to say that, of course, as always, follow us on our social medias. We are on Twitter. The Twitter is there. It's available. You can follow it. You can interact with it. You can DM us. You can retweet. You can even tweet at us. Um, And it's at BB and BH podcast. And our Instagram is at BB and BH podcast. They're both the same. You can follow us, interact with us. Um, we might put up some polls. We might not. I'm not going to promise you something that I can't fulfill. But just keep an eye out anyway. We've got a busy weekend um, ahead of us. Yeah, we're going to be dancing. 
outside is open outside is open we don't know how long it's going to be open for we live in a very crusty country who doesn't know with with a very crusty um prime minister um people compared him to Quasimodo and his wife to Esmeralda when they got married this week and I just thought it was very unfair to such an iconic couple um but alas, I won't talk too much. I won't talk your ear off. It's been a pleasure. It's been sweet. It's been it's been real. Um, and until next time. Until bye. next time. Bye.